Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Show podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. I, I don't know how to connect it. I don't know. I literally, like, I sneezed, like, a minute beforehand, and then my voice was, like, all like... And then here we are. We're here. It's fine. Yeah. You guys had a fun week? It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cool. I've been playing video games. Kyle's been off, had, so you played like, a whole the week of, like, Octopath, off, didn't you? Binged all of Octopath. Good yeah, video game. game. You absolutely, good, you absolutely good generate. Good freaking video game. Yeah, absolutely a review phenomenal up, video game. Reviews review up. up. Yeah, go check it out. Spoiler up. free, by the way. Apparently not, according to Do the Do not let section. the comments deceive you. <laughs> you put, you put a Square Enix trailer in it, and all of a sudden you've ruined it for everybody involved, even though it was a public trailer that I think was, like pretty well the chances are if you were looking up a review and landed on ours you were already <laughs> familiar with the promotional material probably you'd think but yeah. hey ho it's out there uh cal did a great job on it um i edited it it was all right so Thank go and check it edit. out it's on youtube.com forward slash hot games only if you want to go check that out um but in the meantime we're not here to talk about to traveler 2 because we've played we've talked enough about to traveler in we the did past that week. last week we did go in, in two different well. forms you can go check those out uh <laughs> whichever way you want thank you for the support on that by the way did really great on yeah. youtube did really great on podcasts as well so I'm, that's usually uh unusual because usually episodes that don't do too well on youtube do well on podcasts and the other way around so everyone likes we that didn't one leave the goofy clickbait either and i didn't i didn't use overrated and Ooh. it worked so thank you everybody uh for proving that we don't have to put uh, I think, to be fair, I think that people have started... People will show up if it's a new game regardless. We don't have to put overrated. But, you know, I might still do it from time to time just to make you all angry. So thank you for the support. Appreciate it. <laughs> Remember to click on it. Click on we it have not learned our lesson. Xenoblade 3 expansion overrated? <laughs> Question mark, I genuinely am just going to do it just despite those three people. Like, everybody else understood that from the place we were coming from that we loved the game. And it was, like I say, it was two of our game of the years out of the three of us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's just all fun and games, isn't it? As we try and um, as we try and find a way into using the YouTube algorithm so that we get more than two people watching and one of them being Hunter and another one being one of Hunter's relatives. So, you know, we got to try and <laughs> expand the viewer pool just a tiny bit. And we appreciate you all uh, hanging out with us uh, this week. We've got a couple of new games. We have got uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Is it? Is that what it's called? Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Yeah. Here. Yes. That that's where really Hunter cool. has played a bit of it. I have played some of it as well. I was supposed to be the person that played a lot of it, but I didn't. Teehee, oopsie doopsie. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk about it regardless. Uh, Metroid Prime Remastered has finally hit physical. Uh, do I have it? I do. It's somewhere. There it is. Ah! There the it hands. is. It's here. There we go. It's out. Wow. We finally got it. We've got it. Metroid. Hunter doesn't. I've got it. Wow. It's uh-huh. I don't get yeah. it till Tuesday. I also don't have it, Hunter. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, we're gonna. Apparently, the they, apparently they've had a right mare with the physical copies of this just everywhere. So you know, uh, I'm sure this is gonna probably, be really fun for collectors well, who didn't pick it up. When you shadow drop things, yeah. <laughs> hey ho. There you go. I'll talk about that. I've played the first few hours of that, so I'll give you my impressions. Someone that isn't familiar with Metroid Prime, this is my first time playing it. We'll talk all about uh that uh i have played psychonauts i finally went on my uh, i said i'd play psychonauts and i did i played through the entire two psychonauts one and a tiny bit of two yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, and then Ooh. hunters also played signalis so we've got plenty to talk yeah. about and like i said cal's got nothing cal's just gonna ask a load of questions and smile and nod because he's just been playing octopath all week so 
Dude, this you know. is... You know how you guys are both taking a week off when Breath of the Wild... Or when Tears of the Kingdom comes out? This was my Tears of the Kingdom week. I'm, I'm taking perhaps a day off. I'm Ethan's taking a week off. The, I'm taking Ethan's a week off. with the scheduled time off. And you can also guarantee, because you know the way that my brain works and how my attention span works, that I'll take a whole week off of Breath of the Wild, and I'll probably spend roughly around three of those days actually playing Breath of the Wild, and the rest of it I'll be doing other things, and then going, I should really go and play Breath of the Wild, and then not playing it. And it's called Tears of the Kingdom, so I don't know why I'm still calling it Breath of the Wild. Anyway, <laughs> um, we've got plenty to talk about, so we'll get uh, into it. But hey, if you're new to the show, hey, uh, make sure to leave us a follow if you're on podcast services. Uh, appreciate positive reviews as well and hey if you're at youtube go to youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only hit the subscribe button we're trying to get to 200 subs as quickly as possible so any support that'd be great seriously it does a lot for just pressing one button and hey you can you can just even mute it you can ignore it you can do whatever you want just please subscribe it makes us feel better and like we're actually growing that'd be awesome thank you very much um I guess we're starting with Wolong. We'll start with it because it's the new game. We should probably start with the game that actually released this week. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, Hunter, for context, how much time did you put into Wolong Fallen Dynasty? Uh, to be clear, I played the demo that was the first two missions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get, uh, I think, around two and a half hours out of that. So, pretty sizable for being a demo that's like, you know play this and then you can take the progress with you when if if and when you get the full game so that's cool um i played the full version but like that makes a difference anyway because hunter got far further than i did Uh, but i played (laughs) it on game pass because it is a day one game pass game so if you're on xbox and you have game pass hey this is something to keep on your radar and take that in mind as we uh go through our little discussions here uh but i roughly played probably an hour i think it was somewhere it was somewhere along the range of an hour I didn't put much time into it. I put more time into Metroid, I'm not going to lie. Um, but Hunter, for those who are unaware, like I was until I booted it up, what is uh, Wolong? Can, can you give us a kind of brief description of what kind of game it is? All right, so Wolong Fallen Dynasty is a new action RPG made by Team Ninja, who previously dipped their toes into this kind of genre with Neo and Neo 2. Wolong is essentially taking that kind of notion and applying it to a new setting with the like Three Kingdoms era of Chinese history. Mm-hmm. So if there's any Dynasty Warriors nerds out there, I think you'll be seeing a lot of the similar um, names. And I pray for your recovery soon. I do. I really <laughs> do. It's like it's that's I I I. It's one of those series. It's kind of like I, I'm sure people feel the same way about Yakuza, where they see like eight games all set in the same city, and it's like, how do people <laughs> go through eight like forty hour games of this? And I do the same thing with Dynasty Warriors, where I look at it and I'm like, how have you all played like six million of these games? I played the Zelda one and the Persona one, and I was like, I think I'm tapped out. I respect it if that's your thing, but I'm like, it's a very um. <laughs> There's so many games. There's just too many of them. Anyway, so yeah, Wolong um, is very much if you know if Neo was trying to be a bit soulsy, I'd say that this one is trying to be a bit Sekiro-y. Um, yeah, and I feel like it does it in a good way and also a negative. Like there's there's pros and cons to this approach. I feel like it's a very weird kind of feeling game because I'm very new to the Souls kind of genre. Right, I played Bloodborne and I played Elden Ring. Those are my two big souls games and so i'm used to with these kinds of games i'm very much used to the way that from soft games feel which i haven't played sekiro 
So I know that that one's a lot more fast. Uh, like it's faster paced. It's a lot more. The movement's faster. You've got a lot uh, more kind of movement mechanics in it. So playing this game and having like these Souls-like kind of mechanics of you know, don't fuck up or you're dead, and you know all these <laughs> like you know parry parry like all this kind of pattern recognition, all that stuff. But then have it in a faster kind of shell and in a way that like in a with a weight that doesn't feel Soulsy in the slightest hunter. Like you feel like you like yeah, yeah. you zoom Neo in like it's Sonic way in parts where, of it is. Yeah. Uh, Neo when you when I played that, I actually I actually vibed with Neo enough to play it back when it released, which, you know, even up to then I hadn't tried Bloodborne for more than the first level. And, you know, because it was quicker paced, I felt like the struggle to payoff ratio was a little bit better when I was mm -hmm. playing Neo at first. Um, so, yeah, this is very much kind of the same kind of notion applied if you were to take the bones of, like, Sekiro for comparison. There. Mm -hmm. it's, it's... I think the thing that I... My personal opinions on this is one character creator is pretty good. It's got a pretty good character. Oh yeah, creator. dude, it's it had like creators. four different options for different segments of hair, and I'm like, oh my god, this is revolutionary. Oh yeah, it had, it had like it had like it had like primary hair, secondary hair. You could like you could add you bangs. Could, you could, to yourself, you could customize the, the bangs, the ponytail, yeah. the like bottom part, all separately. It was and they all wacky. have different colors and stuff like that. And yeah, tints, yeah. And you can you can dye your accents and all. You do all that weird stuff that you yeah, like to was... do. Um. You can have a field day, or if you're like me, you can change a couple of things and go, well, that person looks uh, as Brexit as I possibly can make them. Let's just go with that. <laughs> and then, you know, you just butcher it. That's every time I touch a character creator, I just make, like, I just, I change two things. They look disgusting, and I'm like, well, job's done, boys. Let's go. Let's go home. Usually I settle for changing the eye color in the hair and don't bother with changing up the I just usually, I'm just like, because... oh, you know, you can, I'm like, oh, cool, you can change the face things, and I make their forehead go stupid, and then I can never get it back to the same place, and I'm like, well, I guess we're just going with Mega Man. They typically come with, like, reset to default Yeah, but at that point, even. I'm like, I've made my curse, I will lie with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not pressing the reset button, because I've got the eye color that I wanted now, so I'm not changing, I've gone too far. Um, Dude, my advice is on character creators, never, never goof around with the nose. If you ever move that, you can never get it back right, and nothing <laughs> will ever look correct again. Yeah, but yeah, it's got a good character creator. So if you're into character creators, you'll have a field day with this. Um, one thing that I will say, and I said it in the pre-show, is I for, for the most part, I think this game is really solid. If you're looking for a game that's kind of Sekiro-y, kind of Soulsy, that's in this period, and you can kind of jive with it. I feel like you're probably going to like it. I didn't really care for it. I'm not going to go and pick it up again after messing around with it. But that's not because it's a bad game. It's just because I didn't like jive with it very much. But one thing that I will recommend is, and I don't, I rarely do this. I'm rarely a snob. Turn on the voice act into a different language because the English localization is not very good. It's like, it's, it's real like, I love Kingdom Hearts. This is coming from a place where I can put up with the worst voice acting of all time. But half an hour of this voice acting and I was done. I said to Cal, I was like, I can't tell if it was like undiagnosed ADHD, but I ran off instantly. As soon as I heard the voice, I was like, nope, bye. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> check Twitter for 30 minutes and reminisce on other things. It's just, um, I don't know what it is about it. It's just like, it does, like, none of the voices that I heard in the entire game, like, jive for me i don't know if you were any different hunter but it was like they were just really yeah, like nothing was remarkable but nothing really took me out of it either like 
There's one. There's like, a bit where the, the guy licked symbol. his lips in a cutscene, and then the guy made like this oh, yeah, really the, weird yeah, noise, yeah, and the, I was uh, like, no, 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 no. He did like the Hannibal Lecter thing. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. I ate his liver with a, I ate his liver in a nice chianti. And it's just like I don't know if it's because I'm used to, um, with more recent games when they've been set in these kinds of you know in these time periods and stuff like this, right? Where it's like I've heard some of the voice acting as Sekiro, or when I play a game like Elden Ring and has a fantasy setting and everyone sounds fucking anemic, or when you go to like or. <laughs> I don't know why that was. I don't know why that was the word I used to describe it, but it's true when you think about it. Um, or, and as much as we love to disagree with the general consensus on this game, Ghost of Tsushima, where you actually play that game, and even with the English localization on that, everything still feels kind of authentic and in the world. Whereas this kind of feels like you've got this kind of, like you say, this kind of Chinese dynasty kind of setting. And everybody's talking like there are two thousands American in an anime, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's not goofy, jiving with me. Oh, I think I think another thing thing that reason it didn't bother me was because Neo was the same way. Where it's like, oh you know, okay, fe- I did feudal era it. Japan was the you know era that Neo mm-hmm. took place in, and every there was still just a bunch of nonsense and stupid magic going on. That story was very much nonsensical, but just enough to give you context to you know run at what you're doing <laughs> like i say i don't it's not a deal breaker because the gameplay is pretty solid from the bits i've played and the parry mechanic seems to be you know at least decent enough to keep playing but it is just very weird where you know you go from a regular souls game where you just get given things and you're not told what to do like you're not told what to do at all right you just get the estus flasks or you get those things and they're just like yeah you know these replenish your health in like either a menu text or something like that or some you know like i say some old woman will just be like have this and then you just deal with it right whereas this <laughs> game genuinely has a guy with a blindfold on america like kyle with an american yeah. accent that's just like here have these potions man like it's like, <laughs> it's like He's like he just sounds like regular like my hero academia character. Like that's oh why it just God. like it was like it was just like it's just like, yeah man, no problem. He's <laughs> like I'm just like, whoa, okay, thank you, white random guy. I don't get it. But um that's the only thing that stood out to me as like off putting from the game. The rest of it seemed pretty solid. Uh, the gameplay felt fun enough. It feels, like I say, the character doesn't feel like they have much weight to them, which is good and bad, because you can literally Unless, zoom unless you're trying to jump on something that isn't actually interactable, and which will do a very, very low-altitude front flip. <laughs> it's super... <laughs> it looks super goofy. Yeah, there, there is that. Um, but, like, for the most part, I do feel like um, it's very much kind of it feels like I say, if it like with Souls where it feels weighted, even with something faster like Bloodborne, you kind of still feel the movement. Like you feel like you're basically glued to the floor. Whereas this, you can do, you can jump at people, you can like, you can do all these these mad dashes. Like I said, like press the B button to dodge, and he fucking zooms out of the way, dude. Like he's dodging bombs, yeah, yeah. he isn't dodging swords. Like he's he's getting out of the blast zone. It's kind yeah. of crazy. The um, standard attack also doesn't like take away anything from your meter, so you're kind of encouraged to just go for the gas as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And you also have this um, system, Kyle, where you basically have everybody has like this kind of. 
I can't remember what the meter was called, but it's spirit like spirit like, meter, spirit meter, where it's yeah. basically like as you kill more people, you gain this, you deal more damage, basically. But if you are taking, oh, oh, you... okay, that meter, that meter is the morale meter. There, there's like a bunch of different stupid oh, little God. systems that they throw at you. What is this, I, MMO? I struggled. Yeah, I struggled to a. Uh, get a grasp on what it was until i well, i was like you know i guess i should read this read these since I'm the, <laughs> read these since i'm so i can articulate it properly since i'm not mm. actually going to be playing more of this until later <laughs> yeah it's very much kind of so you've got like a morale system where it's like everybody's got like a level and you, the, the more you kill the more this builds up and they deal damage and then the person that if you get killed by a person they then level up their own meter and they'll deal more damage. And then so to get like you, so the next time you come up against them because they killed you, you've kind of got a rivalry between them and they'll, oh um, they'll just keep building up and up and up. And it's like, I feel like that stuff like that is very fun and unique. And I kind of like those little additions. But like I say, it's very much for better or worse. And I think like, this is why people don't like souls games as well. Cause it's got, it's got all your standard souls things. You've got the flags, which are basically your bonfires. You've got this other. You've got small flags, haven't you, onto where you can place yeah, those yeah, the down small around flags that, that they that boost you. Up they, a yeah, they boost your um, morale thing when you set them down, and also it raises the floor of where it can go. Like when you die, you lose so much of it, and yeah. if you have all these flags, you'll be able to lose less of it. It's like. It's like conquering land in a way where it's like, you know, you build up, like, as you're going through the map, the more areas that you've planted these flags down, the less you'll lose. And it's like, it's all interesting mechanics. I think the problem for me was, at least from the first hour, was there was nothing there that was screaming to me. Like, it's a very good game. And if you're in, if you're wanting to play it, highly recommend it, especially if you've got Game Pass, just chuck it. And if you haven't, go play the demo, see if you like it, see if you drive with it before you play it. But it's like nothing was screaming at me that I was like, I need to play this. I need to drop everything right now and play this video game. I don't feel that. Um, and I don't know if that's because there isn't the peer pressure of the, Eld of the Elden Ring community <laughs> on the internet going, it's the greatest game ever made. You, you better play it now or you're ruining your chance at life. And I'm like, okay, I've, you've got me, Elden Ring fans. I better go and play it right this second. Um, but it's like everything that I played, I was like, it's very solid. I think it's very well made. I think the voice acting is pretty cringe. I have no idea what's happening in the story because they do the classic kind of um, start of a Jap like a Japanese kind of RPG start. And Yoshi P is fucking sh shivering in his fucking room right now when he hears that. He's going to shake his fist at me uh, with that whole controversy this week. But, you know, I've, they just start spouting all of these lore to, like, they just start, you know, they start just spouting absolute fucking nonsense of, like, the magic of the blah blah and the, you know, the blood and the tarnished and the blah blah And it's just <laughs> like, I don't need this right now. I just want a cool intro, and then why don't you have Timmy, Timmy four legs over there, then go and explain it to me later about what the hell's going on in the world. I feel like the worst thing you can do when you start one of these games is... I think From does a really good job because they just show a cutscene and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Time to go and find out by reading a load of text in the bios. Let's go, gamers. Whereas this one's like, the world is this and he is that and this is how the magic works and all the blood and all this blah de blah shed. And then I'm like, oh, get on with it. Like, I just want to hit on the right dude. track. <laughs> yeah. um, when they, you know, they had that like cool little first person scene of your character before you made yeah. them 
you know, tear up the yellow turban guys. <clears throat> that was cool. And then, yeah, that was cool. And then they just kept Skyrim talking. And then they just kept talking after. and talking, and they wouldn't shut yeah. up. And I'm like, no, stop no, Skyrim, it. you, your character just wakes up on a cart, just a random jabroni. <laughs> This guy is proving. Yeah, to but be don't capable. they do like the first person thing yeah, on Skyrim yeah, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, Skyrim, yeah, everything's but... the first person in Skyrim. Yeah. Could you yeah. make a character in Skyrim? I forget. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You can you play in third person as well. You can like you can turn the uh-huh. gameplay into third person. No, sorry, this is just a complete aside. <laughs> <laughs> we found the one person that Todd Howard's been making these remakes of Skyrim for. He's like, I know there's one person that hasn't <laughs> played it. We're just gonna keep releasing it. Um, I'm never gonna play it, Todd. <laughs> you'll see release the sixth one already <laughs> i wish dude, you're I not wish. gonna play that one either that's true but at least the elden at least the new people will have the thing to play the, the, that's the what, elden yeah well, the I elden ring community dude. to be fair Whoever if, if there was are, a game that the elden ring community the is game, looking dude. forward to next yeah that isn't the next elden uh, the next elden ring or fromsoft project it probably is uh elder scrolls 6 but you know, it's like other than those kind of tropey, those kind of tropes that a lot of Japanese games fall into, where they do a bit too much exposition at the start, a bit of Scarlet <clears throat> Nexus syndrome. I feel like yeah. the rest of it is pretty solid. That if you're looking for something like this, it's a pretty decent time, personally. Yeah, I feel and like for you'll probably all like of it. its similarities to the other games, there, it's got its own cool spins on it, like their little magic system they got, where pushing R two and a face button will do the you know you can you can pull from like five different elementals i think it was what yeah you've got a load of magic stuff there that's for some reason wood is what it's called but the actual powers associated with it is lightning based i don't know why it's called wood and then fire earth metal which is poison why is it called that metal? Would be the lightning thing because it conducts it if you're gonna do it yeah 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 well it's weird i also want to give massive props to them there's one thing i do want to give massive props to as well because there's one thing that i don't like about FromSoft games is when you go to the level up screen and there's six million stats and you don't know what the fuck any of them are doing because you like most of them you're like okay vitality's health got that dex is you know you know i got stamina i know what that is i know what the magic one is and then you look at all these other ones and you're like Okay, I see the numbers are getting bigger, but if you were to tell me what the difference is, and I'm not, an, and I'm not a FromSoft like nerd, I don't know. Whereas this one yeah, very I much just like has them very clearly one. in like five categories, and they tell you exactly what those categories level up when you level. I'm like, thank you, because sometimes we don't need just arbitrary difficulty for the sake of it in the menu. I don't need arbitrary difficulty <laughs> in the menu trying to figure out what does what. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, it also has a pause like button. The... That's epic. I wish From would learn that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the way that the different elements and affect your stats when you choose to like pull into them is neat too, because of uh, the way that they affect certain things like Earth. The Earth one will make your ability to parry things easier. The yeah, yeah. if you so if you wanted to pu- dump a lot into that, and then also dump a lot into like the water one, because that makes the amount of spirit drained when you do a parry and miss less and also it will give you more spirit back when you succeed those like are very complementary to each other or like fires in general just the one that's better for attacking and all of that it yeah i feel like the mixing and matching of how you can level your character up is pretty solid 
I also I also like the pool of weapons they got available to you in this game. As far as like in, in the second level, there you eventually meet this blacksmith that just has one of each a very starter variation of each category on hand that mm-hmm. you can buy. You got like you've got like three different versions of swords as far as like just one you know the one's like a saber another one's like a just called sword and one's like a curved saber and i'm like i don't really know i don't really know what the difference here is there was dual swords later which is what i started to play and as when play and when i grabbed that which was respect yeah which was nice especially good (laughs) and that's what i roll in the from soft things when i have the opportunity to anyway but when i don't have to worry about my stamina it's even better (laughs) zip through things with my little attack and then break their guard with the triangle button and it's all daisies but yeah they've got a bunch of other cool stuff as far as aside from the magic that you can use on the face buttons there's also pushing a different one will give you like special moves with like r1 and square and or triangle depending Mm -hmm. on if you have a weapon that has two of them well, they'll have like special moves that you can do as like a cool little physical attack. Where like if you got a spear or something, he does like a little spin and then in the air and then stab you or something. As far as that's concerned, so it's got its own. It's got enough there to make it still feel unique from, you know, Souls and even Neo. If you played those already, to where it feel will feel familiar but still distinct enough. Yeah, but now, I'd say definitely if you, you there's a demo out. So if you want to go and check it out, and you don't want to put your money where your mouth is, go and check it out on the demo. It's like I say, it's got substantial enough for, to give Hunter impressions, at least. So hey, yeah, and like <laughs> I, I'm probably not gonna go out and buy it right away because I still have Octopath Traveler to play, and when I'm finished with that, Resident Evil Four will probably be coming out. <laughs> but I could foresee myself if there's you know if the actual game releases take a vacation for the second half of the year i could you know see myself buying this and playing it by the end of the year and if you have an xbox or pc and you use game pass then you can go and download it and check it out there like i did uh will i be going back to it probably not but that's just because i need to be locked into a game (laughs) for me to fully jive with the game nowadays 2023 is the year of me dropping video games it seems um but you know it is what it is. I still think He's it's great. He's a scientist from Jimmy Neutron that couldn't finish his sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. You also... It's true. Um, so, yeah. I hope my sentences uh, pick up because now I've got to talk about fucking Metroid Prime. Right, here we go. Buckle your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't know if what, one of you wants to What compelled to you to pick up metroid prime because by all accounts this seems like a game you wouldn't really want you you wouldn't be interested in what what part is it is it the part that i've got massive first person shooter fatigue is it the fact that i really don't like early first person shooters like for example halo which i really don't like is it the fact that um i'm not a huge fan of metroidvanias that much is yeah it before metroid not... dread you were like spiritually opposed to the whole structure that those games are centered yeah, around <laughs> it's true um it's mainly because it's because of metroid dread it's because i really liked metroid dread and i was like you know what i like metroid dread it's a fun little five hour thing 
And then I was like, you know what? People love Metroid Prime, and I kind of don't want to be that person that didn't at least try Metroid Prime before Prime 4 comes out, and I probably buy it because of the hype and then still don't like it or whatever. You know, it's like, I just want to at least try it. Also, because it was kind of, it was a shadow drop, it was hype, nothing's coming out of March, and it was a lower price point. If it was a classic Nintendo move of, here's thing you had before, now it's $10 more, give us $60, please, I would have been like, <laughs> no, get in the bin. But the fact that it was like only like in the UK, I got this for like less than £30 or something like that. I got it for like £28, and I'm like, you know what, nice. I'll get it, that's cool, it's physical, uh, it's got the Japanese box art on the reverse side, which oh, is also that's very cool. cool. That art I can't is way wait better. to not get that art when I get my copy, <laughs> too. You do, the American copy does get the reverse oh, as well, awesome. don't worry about that. Very um, cool. But I was just like, I'm going to give it a chance, because you never know, there might be stuff that I really like about it. And here is the thing is i do like quite a bit of it i can see why people like it quite a bit it's just it suffers from nintendo gamecube syndrome and what i mean by that is in a lot of the time back then and wind waker is the other bloody example of this where they turn a six hour game into a 10 hour game or they make a 20-hour game into a 30-hour game by adding some arbitrary bullshit at the end of it where you have to go on a fucking treasure hunt. And I'm sick of this shit. Where it's like... Mm. I feel like this is the problem, is I think Metro Prime, I'm probably... I'll probably keep playing it. I'm probably going to play Psychonauts 2 first. But I'm probably going to go and pick this back up, and I'll at least play two-thirds of it. Because the bit that I did play, I was having a decent enough time. I played through the whole of the ruins, so I played about... And, I, and I'm in the magma area of the game, which is probably is about two or three hours into it, is what I'd say. So it's like, and it doesn't really play like a Metroidvania. It is a lot more like a, it's like a first person shooter meets a puzzle game, basically. Because the whole, you do the whole of the ruins, you backtrack later, but you do the whole of the ruins and you move to the next area. The ruins gives you the ability to go to the magma area because you need the heat exhaust or whatever, and you go to the magma area, and I'm assuming that that's how it carries on, basically. It doesn't really play like a Metroidvania, where it's like, oh, you've done, done, you've done a third of this, now you've got to go somewhere else and find another thing there, so you can do another third of that to go to a completely different area. They give you something to go and complete the second third of the other area, so you can go back and do the third, uh, third of that area to go back. And it's like, that's the shit I hate, is where it's just like okay, I've got this arbitrary thing, where the fuck am I supposed to go now? I kind of know that you beat each section and stuff like that. That stuff, I'm completely fine with. And in terms of it, it holds up really well. It's not a Halo 1. It is not... It feels decent. It's got it's got a lock on aim. It really helps because Retro's done a really good job. If we take out the game itself, in terms of a remaster, this is like the re, this is like the pinnacle of remasters of how to do it. Retro have nailed it. It does not feel like a game from the GameCube era at all, and it doesn't look like it either. It has modern controls to it. It has the dual stick aiming and shooting now. It plays like a modern shooter. And it looks like a Switch shooter. It genuinely does. It looks like one of the best games on Switch. And it's not just a GameCube upscaler where they've just upscaled it to 1080p and job done. They've redone entire textures, entire models. They have basically made a remake here. It's just using the same code. It's really impressive, the stuff that they're doing. And for the price point, when you look at some other things and you look at Nintendo Wii U games that came to Switch and just got a boost to 1080p and they slapped an extra $10 on it, you're like, you know what? This match will quality here and it's cheaper. It's a win-win if you're a fan of the game. Nice. I think the I think the main problem with it comes with again 
a lot of old Nintendo games from that era don't value your time very well. They don't well, well they don't think that a shorter game equals a value a good value opportunity back then. Where it's like this game I already know was probably a six to eight hour game that they amped up to twelve because they realized that people wouldn't want to pay for a six to eight hour game because there's this thing in it called Chozo Artifact which I don't know if you've heard about this. This is basically the Triforce quest for Metroid Prime where you have to go back through every section to look for random bollocks so yeah so that you can fix it. Then that's as soon as I found out that these were the random shit and you couldn't pick them up on your first pass through each area that you're gonna have to do a big sweep at the end to find them. That auto- that automatically killed my motivation to even play through the areas the first time round. Because <laughs> I know I'm coming back. And it's like that's the stuff that I don't like about this genre is just like arbitrary backtracking. If it's fair fair enough, if it's a whole section of the map that I've not seen before that I need to do. But it's like I've looked at the hints for the Chozo artifacts. And I'm like, okay, I've already been to the rooms, some of them, that I need to find these artifacts in. And I can't get to them because I don't have the abilities yet. And they're not going to let me back here until I've finished everything anyway. And I'm just like, this is... This is this is why people don't like the end of Wind Waker. And I'm like, I feel like it's better in this because at least, like I say, it's an eight-hour game that gets amped up to like 12 because you have to go around and collect everything again. I feel like it's more justified in this game because it's less of an effort than it is in the Triforce Quest. But it still doesn't justify it being bullshit. And I'm like, I really hope Metroid Prime 4 doesn't pull some shit like this because it's really kind of off-putting it just really does off like it really does make me feel like oh great i've got to go around this whole i spent i already spent three hours in this ruins and now you gotta tell me i've got to go and spend another hour at least even if i know where all of them are even if i google where all of them are and it only takes me two hours that's still two hours of my life going to collect random bullshit that i don't necessarily need to i'm not feeling like i'm achieving anything it does nothing (laughs) man um because up until that point, I was having a blast. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, you get your upgrades again pretty quickly. I was expecting them to really drag it out. But it's like, I got my <laughs> I got my rockets back. I got my ball back. I got the bomb, the, the little um, the bombs that you drop off when you're in the ball form. I got all that back pretty quickly. And I'm like, okay, all of that in the first area. And I'm like, that this is good. The pace yeah, seems to be nice. pretty great. And I understand why people like it. And I think that if you're a fan of Metroid and you're a fan of you don't mind backtracking a bit and you don't have the attention span of a fly like I do because for some reason <laughs> I just cannot play video games unless <laughs> they end when I want them to. It's like, I feel like I can understand why people love it and there are parts of it that I love when I I will probably finish it, hopefully, if the <laughs> artifacts don't get the best of me. It's just, it just remind, it reminds me why I don't play a lot of those kind of era games because a lot of them don't respect your time and it's like, Man, if this was six hours, if this was Metroid Dread length, I would have had a blast. Like I would be over halfway through now. I'd be like, I'd be booting it up right now to go and play it and fuck this podcast right off, right? But I'm not <laughs> because I know that the there's spirit. at least there's at least another eight to ten hours left, and at least two or three of those are going to be backtracking to collect random bullshit, arbitrary things to get to the final level. And I'm like, <sighs> it's just it, it it's a it just. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. But it's great regardless. It's just It's my it's my curse of Metroidvanias. It's my curse. I just can't I can't do it. I think you know, one thing that would I feel moderately alleviate the need to go back or whatever is you know, 
because of all the modern touches there like dread had the thing where it would mark certain stuff for you on the map if it like did that for you for if you run into them while you're oh, like looking around and i also think that would be nice think... because then you'd know where to go when you have to do this at the end of the game like i say it is just it's it's a thing where it's like okay they're very much doing the Wind Waker approach. That's the thing is, if it was just to, at the end, they were like, you've got to go and collect the 11 things. Here are all of them on the map. Off you go. Have a field day. We spiced it up a bit. It's literally like, they give you riddles. They're like, riddle me this, Batman. Here's something you can't fucking get for another 10 hours. Fuck you, dickhead. That's basically the riddle. That is like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's literally like uh, go to the sun. Riddle. It's like yeah, it's like go to the sun tower. <laughs> Not now. Eight hours time, prick. Like it's like, oh, why give me the riddles if the riddle isn't like literally the riddle is basically they might as well just say, play for eight hours, then go to ign.com. That's what they should say because that's what everyone in two thousand and four did. And it's like, <laughs> why am I? What am I gonna like? like, like, like it's like, I'm sure for an eight-year-old who gets two games a year or whatever, three games a year, that shit's great, you know? It's like, oh, I've got to figure this out. Where, where, where could it possibly be? But I'm not that. I'm 25 years old. God, I'm 25 years old. That makes me sad. But, you know, it's <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want to sit around, and I'm just going to Google it. And in my opinion, if, you, if you're Googling something for the sake of getting through a video game, that's not good design. And I feel like it would have been a really nice option, even in the menus, to just say, tell me where the fucking artifacts are it's like even in the ops just like a hint thing do you want baby bitch mode where i tell you where the artifacts are when you need to go and get them yes please that'd be fantastic okay we got you got it bud because the riddles aren't hard but it's just annoying when you know the answer to a riddle and it's just like it's not the fact that i couldn't solve the riddle that i didn't get it that you it's, can't get the reward i can't get the reward because the game hasn't game hasn't basically said no fucker <laughs> you need to figure this out in eight hours time and then come back and it's like don't give me the riddle if i can't solve it now like that's just silly like <laughs> that is silly yeah but again it's just like old game designer i'm just fucking nitpicking for nitpicking sake and i know a load mm -hmm. of metroid fans will come and find my head and put it on a pillar and go we love metroid can't wait for metroid prime 4 and i'm also probably going to play metroid prime 4 but it's like man that gamecube even nintendo was different dude like they were they yeah. were all into this dude i feel like sunshine had a lot of this where it was like oof, did we really need that many shines and go into that these levels that many times and same with you know wind waker with its stupid triforce quest that they had to nerf on wii u and <laughs> like even this again. even with thousand year door when i when i played that last year i think that game's fantastic but every chapter in that a game, lot of backtracking yeah every chapter in that game has some instance of just miserable backtracking chapter four chapter seven are the two worst offenders where I you're going like... from one place way the fuck back to the starting area and then way the fuck back to the to the where you're supposed to be i feel like that was the year of the ps to in nintendo gamecube in a nutshell though i mean you look at stuff like persona 3 as well and you look at how minuscule <clears> the xp is on that game and it's like you know <laughs> it's already a 60 it's already, it's, it's already like a 50 sniper rifle in metal gear solid yeah. if you play for the entirety of persona 3 <laughs> and you never had to grind it would be like a 50 hour game or a big game still but you know not a substantial they were just like oh you know what if we make them fucking grind, we can turn this into a 70-hour game. And it's like, 
I'm not getting anything out of those 20 hours. And every game seems to do this, where it's like, I don't need that. And I feel like, especially nowadays, you see these remasters of old RPGs, they've got a fast-forward button. Even new RPGs like Octopath have a fast-forward button because they realise that people value their time more than the game time that they have in a video game. Like I'm I not never go... turned the fast forward off in Octopath 2. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And I respect that because it's like, <laughs> why the fuck should you sit through all of that? It's very like, you don't have to if you don't want to. And I feel like this is the same way where it's like, it was, I see back in the day, it was a different time period. And a lot of people were like, you know what? I can't spend full price. I can't spend this amount of money on a six hour game because it's not really yeah. worth it. Whereas now I feel like everybody's sick of seeing like, always online mmorpgs kind of you know all of these looter shooters just these games, games of the service. bloat in games bloat never in really games. went away it's Assassin's just Creed games it just kind 90 of hours long it still exists like, yeah. it just kind of is different where things are just arbitrarily spread out for no reason or something like that instead yeah. of just oh or you know scarlet nexus where they ask you to play the game the that's game already twice. too long twice <laughs> yep. and now you're like you know what I respect it if it's six hours long. I loved Metroid Dread for the fact that it was five hours and I was done with it in like a day. And I was like, that's yeah. great. I had a blast. If Metroid Dread was 15 hours long, I probably would have stopped playing and hated it because I was just like, there's a point where you're just like, I've had enough of this. I think short and sweet games are great. And it's like the fact that it's like, you know, 10 to 12 hours long and some of that's a uh, literally go and find it it's like 13 and a half hours metro prime is apparently and, and to know that like at least two hours of that is probably just going around collecting bullshit artifacts i'm like i don't want to i don't want to the rest of it's great though the rest of it is it feels like a gamecube game but in a good way it's fun it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a fun way it's very simple but it's also very fun uh, it also has a scanning f- function that's a bit bullshit. I feel like it's got like you press left on the D-pad, and you have to scan everything, and it's like to get an elevator to work, you have to scan it first, and then it's like elevator. This is an elevator, and I'm like, yeah, it's like an elevator activated. I'm like, okay, it's a GameCube game. You, those <laughs> kind of things you got to look past because you're like, okay. Oh, but Ethan, world building, am I right? Yeah, and I'm like, that's great if it's optional. Don't make me scan it for the fucking, like, I don't need to know what a lift is to know the lift works. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> the uh, the hit to the head that Samus takes at the beginning of the game made her forget how to work <laughs> elevators. Too. Oh, that is the, that's like the dumbest thing ever, by the way. The, 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 oh, she, yeah, yeah. She, it's been, she gets hit by it's like been a, a joke forever. It's yep. like, yeah, you lost everything. Get Get wrecked. And I'm like, oh. It doesn't make sense either, because like she's the, she's one of the strongest people in the world, and then just tripping over something makes her armor go. At least in Dredge, she got beat up by the main villain and woke up and was like, "Oh, ow." Yeah, I'm just gonna quickly look. I'm very interested. Is it like great turn? Was there anything where you had to? doesn't look like it they carried this on in metroid prime 2 and 3 but they also get longer so i feel like i'd like those ones even less um but (laughs) i don't know i feel like to me i feel like 2d versus 3d metroid is always an argument that i see a lot of people have where you've got a lot of passionate people on both sides where a lot of people love the prime series a lot and a lot of other people prefer 2d metroid so when dread came out those 2d metroid people were finally like yes finally good lord we get something new that's awesome and i feel like like I was gonna say yeah. it's almost like the 3D Metroid and the 2D Metroid kind of just exist like 
separately, separately. from each other because well, i mean dread follows off of the end of metroid fusion yeah and i mean the prime series and... is set before all of the 2d games bar one right so it's like i think it's set between yeah, metroid one and two so it's like yeah yeah something like there's that. a lot of separation the only intermingling between the two of those kind of you know parts of the other m <laughs> yeah other m followed on from some oh of no the, from okay. some of the notions from super metroid if i'm understanding what happens in that game correctly i don't i haven't played it so i don't know for sure but if what i've gleaned is to be believed yeah it follows on from things that happen in super metroid <laughs> But no, it's a good game. I don't know if I'll fully finish it because I don't know if it'll hold my attention. I definitely feel like from this uh, experience that I like both, but I'm more of a 2D person in terms of Metroid uh, from the little bit that I've played than a 3D Metroid kind of guy. It also just is. It's also cool just playing this game and going, that's where Returnal got all of its inspiration from. Because I'm just oh, looking yeah. at it and it's like all the door, the way the doors open, the way the rooms work, the way everything is, the hood and all that. I'm like, that's where Returnal got its like, mo like got its inspiration from was Metroid. I'm like, that's pretty cool to see all that kind of stuff. And also to go and look at a game that is that old, that is like coming up on 20 years old. It might even be more, right? How old's Metroid Prime? I think it came out in 2002. <laughs> Metroid Prime. Was 2002, so it's over yeah, 20 see. years old now. So it's like, <laughs> so look at a game that's 20 Metroid years old. Metroid Fusion, also 2002, same day. Yeah. So it's really? like, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's huh. crazy. Damn. <laughs> Appeal to, to both at, crowds. To put, yeah, to, put, to look at a game that came out 20 years ago, and then to look at a game that came out 19 years later, and not only to see that the, ins the inspiration that that game still continues to have, but also that there isn't that big of a jump, and that's more of a testament to how good Metroid Prime has, like, aged. It's aged really yeah. well. It's not Halo 1. It doesn't play like Doo Doo. It does play well. If you are into that kind of game, you'll like it quite a bit. But to see its inspiration, to see what was an inspiration to many people, it's kind of cool, and I do like it. Um, it's just like I say, it's just a lot of going through rooms, shooting, solving puzzles. I get, a, I like a lot of it, but also, I hate to say it because Hunter's said this before, where it's like you know you can like you can like watch a YouTube video. It's one of those kind of games. Where it's like I could very easily, in fact, I probably enjoy it more if I had something on the side that I was also experiencing. Because you know these kinds of games with Metroid, silent protagonist, and all that, there isn't much story going on. It's very much just walking through an area and exploring and shooting a lot, and it's like. I like it, I jive with it, the music's cool, but also, as someone who has goopy game, a goblin brain, who needs to, you know, stay entertained, and is, I need all the, I'm the person, I'm the person that all these new TikToks, where they've, like, got the person talking, they've got the subway surfers, and they've got, like, the high, the have you seen these? There's, like, TikToks where now, no. people are so, like, <laughs> I don't want to say stupid, but their attention span videos is... videos into the videos? Yeah, so there's, like, three videos in one, where it's, like, you'll have the Isn't actual the video. the point of this platform that they're only, like, like the videos are only seven seconds. Yeah, long but you got to keep the attention. Place. How is there room for this? You got... Oh no, these are like minutes, dude. Yeah, I so hate it's everything. like yeah, it's like I two minutes. So they have like they have like the video of the person, then they have like some subway surface gameplay or some like AS like some like stimulate like you know like magic sand or whatever to keep people like engaged. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, this is stupid. But then I also notice when I have seen these ones that I am watching the Subway Surfers gameplay and not the person. I'm like, oh my god, am I the people that they're doing this for? I'm like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> <laughs> am, I the, am I the stupid one? Um, but I do feel like 
it's kind of like is it just it's explanation? me i'm yeah. these people i'm the, I'm the <laughs> idiot people i'm the idiot dude and it's like um i just like i feel like that's my main problem with it is i'm just like i don't i, I can't do this solely do this like solely just explore this world because i was already mm. getting to the point where i'm like okay i've had enough of this I, I might put this down for a day or whatever a day or so I just kind of, I feel like this is a YouTube and chill. Listen to some podcasts. Hey, the HBO podcast, great companion piece to Metroid Prime. Just, uh, <laughs> just have me screaming about the stupid doors <laughs> while you're playing it. Box. Yeah, yeah, put that on the box. Um, not, 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 of, not of Metroid. Put it on the box of the podcast. Great companion piece to Metroid Prime. <laughs> um, New headcanon that Samus is just exploring the planet, listening to a podcast the entire time. Oh, that'd be funny. And it's just like, they're, they're, like I said, there's some really cool stuff. And then you just look at stuff and you're like, oh, that's cool for the remaster. And you're like, no, that was in the 2002 game. Like when you when you have an explosion that's close to you and you see the reflection of Samus in the helmet. And you're like, oh, that was yeah. In the 2002 version. Yeah. Like, that's sick. That's wow. so cool. That is sick. <laughs> it also like, gets, it's like a mini jump scare. It scared the shit out of me when I first saw it. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, having this game drop a couple weeks back and seeing all these people point out all these things that were in the original, I'm like, oh man, that's so cool. I hate that I've never played this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like I say, it's great. I'm sure you're going to have a great time, but for me, uh, I feel yeah. like I, it's not it's not stimulating enough for me. Uh, and I feel like this is 100% my fault because one of the games that I've been playing a lot this year, Platformers and Yakuza. So it's like, <laughs> the last game I played had a guy a jumping out of a manhole and chasing me like for the past, like, it's like, you know... <laughs> like i'm not i don't think i'm in the right headspace for a somber jaunt around an alien planet it's like no not really in the headspace for it there's some cool stuff though i i like it quite a bit it's good it's me i'm the problem i'm i'm always the problem put that on the box five star review game's great i'm the problem i'm the problem um this is why i don't review games this is why i get these two to do it because apparently i'm just not it's not for me guys two stars uh i'm gonna swap these around hunter you can talk about uh signalis because i have talked for far too long oh um, all righty oh, no man. pressure signalis is one of the coolest horror games i've played in a while um if we're discounting things that aren't already remakes of stuff i liked the first time this is my favorite horror game that i've played since lone survivor which was like Ooh. I played that nine years ago. This game Ooh. is so cool, <laughs> man. Like, oh, the general idea is as far as I'm gonna say a bunch of words that aren't gonna sound very special because a lot of horror games do this to less effective uh, degrees. But if effectively the gameplay is take the management inventory notions of Resident Evil and then the general tone and what you're seeing is more in line with like silent hill very uh, probably the best kind of game i've ever seen blend the two together that way as far as that's concerned because it's because like it takes the manage inventory management of old resident evil and then puts even more restrictions on you and Ew. It, it makes it better in some ways like oh, okay you psychopath you uh, you are. Free. I'm just you not a free. coward. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's one word for it. Because <laughs> like, okay, in in like old Resident Evil, you know, you could, um, you had so many inventory slots. Where, yes. You, know, you had like six, and you know, you'd have your gun and some ammo, 
and the ammo would stack and eventually if you you could pick up as much ammo as you had yeah. available for but then the ammo would stop then, stacking yeah and it would start taking up a new slot start a new stack this yeah. game doesn't let the ammo start a new stack you just can't pick up it caps your ammo which helps which you know will no. it, it will agitate it agitated my kleptomaniac brain for a minute but it made me reevaluate how I was playing the game too. Like I've not—it's been a long time since I've played a game like this that's made me actually change how wh what I'm doing. Oh. Uh, because like the ammo available, basically what it ended up being was I had to just be smarter about what I was carrying rather than be rather than being prepared to, you know, just have general healing items and a box of ammo with you yeah you know eventually i fell back on just taking the ammo that was already in my loaded gun and then whatever i was picking up along the way would be what i did and eventually i just stopped bringing healing items with me and when i would find mm. the safe room i would you know get whatever i needed to heal out of the box and all of that um uh yeah Oh, oh man, another really cool thing this game does in old games like the older Resident Evils and retro things like Lone Survivor and all that. One of the most common exploits was, you know, you run through the room, you aggro the things, but when you go, when you leave the room and come back, the enemy positions are reset. This game doesn't do that. It <laughs> if you run through the if you run through the door after aggroing a thing and go right back through the door, the enemy will be waiting for you, and that was really cool. <laughs> oh, oh it was real neat i wasn't expecting it i'm like oh it's been it's been so long that that's been like a thing that people like me will do for games like this and it took till now for someone to actually be like i gotcha but mm. yeah. so as far as like the setting and stuff uh it's like this dystopian sci-fi horror game um <laughs> takes place in the far-flung future <laughs> Box. Uh, oh, he's consulting the box. Yeah. Oh God, he's got a box. Yeah, I've got a box. That's the only reason I waited this long to play the game is because I missed it, and then like, oh, physical version. I'm like, yes, please, because mm. this looks cool. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's I'm just an idiot. Just buy it again. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but basically, it takes place in like this retro future kind of world where. uh you know, it, it takes place far enough in the future for androids and stuff to be a thing, because you're playing as, like, this robot girl. and uh, But also, like, all of the computer monitors and stuff are, like, CRTs. <laughs> so mm. it's got this cool little panache to it as far as that goes. There's very um, Lovecraftian kind of themes to it with, you know, just the general notion. It even... Oh, man, the first 15 minutes of this game were so good. Like, it's a very slow burn, but then, like, the last three, I'm like, ah... Well, that's the death nail for Atomic Heart. I'm not going back to this. <laughs> I'm not going back to that. This is too cool. Oh, so it was just really neat. Um, ah. But yeah, the general setup was like this robot unit, Elster. Uh, her ship crash, crash lands. She wakes up from this cryostasis kind of thing. And you don't really know what's going on. You explore the ship that crash, crashed um, your partner seems to be missing and then you just kind of meander on into this well and pick up the, you you pick up like a book 
and then the cool little intro sequence happens and then it just cuts to this other area and like this mine facility and you're like and then it's like oh man sorry for as much as i've been thinking about this game for the past week putting into words the things i want to say about it is rather difficult no no i get it (laughs) we've all had that happen before yeah yeah but yeah after you leave the ship you get sent somewhere else and she's basically like uh trying to find the crewmate that you know was missing from her sleeping pod when you're when you woke up initially so you're just walking around this facility being like hey have you seen this lady (laughs) showing them the picture and they'll be like oh no but this place is in ruins turn back before it's too late (laughs) Mm. oh yeah fair enough there you go big up Signalis, because if Hunter likes it, it must be good. Oh, man. Because he plays all that horror shite, so you don't have to. But this one's good. It's funny, because, like, (laughs) actually, as far as, like, indie horror games that get traction, for me, it's always a coin flip on whether or not I'm going to like or care about them. Like, you know, Amnesia. You don't like Five Nights at Freddy's, Hunter? Yeah, like, like, Amnesia, for example, I at least respected, and then, like, nonsense like Five Nights at Freddy's or, like, poppy playtime or all the things that are trying to be like five Big, nights at yeah Freddy's. just jump sky central hello neighbor yeah yeah hello neighbor that game that appeal yeah the ones that are just like oh youtubers please make videos about us <laughs> without actually trying to make a good game the, oh, yeah. that's the so that's why it's always a coin flip because then because then sometimes it'll be like one of the best things i've played in a long time i really liked this oh, game yeah. Oh yeah. So there you go. Go and check Signalis out if you haven't. Um if you like horror games. Because you know, I love horror games, so I'll definitely be picking that up. Kyle, you like horror games now. Give this one a try. That's I like Resident think. Evil. Yeah. These games like Resident Evil. Give it a try. Yeah, but it also has an inventory system for maniacs. I hate inventory systems, dude. That sounds so true. I want all my bullets to stack, Hunter. I can't wait. As they should. I Listen, you won't need them to stack. Form. That's the thing. It's like... You just... <laughs> Listen, you <laughs> underestimate how I played Resident Evil. Can you believe that Resident Evil 4 is like less than <laughs> a month away now? That's crazy. Oh, I know. I can't wait. Oh, That's man. crazy. God, I'm so cause... excited. Are you? Big Resident Evil 4 fan excited to play it for the first time. That's me. <laughs> Yo, you, That's you, me. You're like a Persona 5 See, fan, dude. You haven't played you're an Earthbound you, fan. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to need all the bullets that that game's dropping to stack, but... I'll be fine. Leon's got a knife, I think. Yeah. I'll be fine. A knife can fight a chainsaw, dude. It breaks after you block it, though. Well... <laughs> oops, I'll find oops. another one. <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh, let's wrap it. Or I'll up. take the chainsaw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why not, dude? Why not? Uh, let's wrap it up by talking about Psychonauts. So I said last week that I should really probably get on Psychonauts because of the new documentary coming out. And so I decided that I would be a man of my word. And I played the entirety of Psychonauts 1. I have done it. I also started the documentary. I found out just before we started recording that I accidentally skipped an episode and now I'm mad at myself because <laughs> I did one, two, three, four, five, and I went to seven in my next session. I was like, I swear I've missed something here and carried on. I regardless, and I did, and now I'm going to go back and like a dumbass. You're going to watch it. 
and then I got to episode seven, and the game was like, uh, the documentary was like, spoilers for Psychonauts 2, and I'm like, you bastards, now I've got to go fucking play this one as well. You <laughs> so I'm, I'm working through them, and I realized, you know, I always joke, you know, people are always like, that's shills for Todd Howard, you know, people are always like, I will die for Todd Howard, he's done nothing wrong, Fallout 76 was just a... A misunderstanding, guys. We've all been. There. I would literally die for Super Giant. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I think you. I've realized. Yeah, and I think that I've realized that I'm a bit like that with Tim Schafer, where I'm like every time it's like Psychonauts is not a perfect video game. It really isn't, and you know, I'm sure some people hear the way that people always talk about how good of a writer Tim Schafer is, and they go, "He's overrated. He's not that good. You're all fucking shills." And I'm like, "Yeah, I am a shill. Sign me up for the shilling, please, because." <laughs> I absolutely adore every... Even if I don't really enjoy the genre, I'm not a huge point-and-click guy. I'm not a huge, um, like, you know, adventure game fan. But I really love Grim Fandango, and I really liked Broken Age, and I liked Day of the Tentacle. I haven't played Thrill Throttle. That's the only one I haven't played. But it's like, the ones that I have played, I've really enjoyed. And now with Psychonauts, where it's a platformer that hasn't aged particularly great... I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, even when I'm not jiving with the game, the writing's so damn fucking good that I'm like, oh, I can see why people love Psychonauts. I can see why it's a cult classic, because it's so damn good, man. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just so good, where I'm just like, oh. It is genuinely, like, uh, just like the idea of itself of being like, uh, I remember uh, I watched the first episode of the documentary before what playing this, and it's like the uh, the whole idea came from for Psychonauts was what's the color of the what's the color of the sky in your world being like in your mental space like what's the color of your sky because everyone's oh. mental space is different. I'm like that's yeah. such a cool idea to basically just have each level being going into somebody's mind and seeing what that re what reality is. You know, other things have done it before. Other games that I also like have done stuff like this before. It's like looking into your world and seeing how you see the world. And it's just like stuff like that, where it's like the first level is literally a mental, like, you know, your, your mental battlefield, but it literally is. Like the tutorial level is someone's world is just a, an absolute war-torn, like, you know, it's like it's like World War Two. The, the front is on and it's like... um the coach, Coach Oleander, is basically training the students by sending them to war, and he's like, you will finish this course or you'll die trying, and you're, like, running through. <laughs> like, honestly, there's, like, one of my favorite, one of my favorite moments is, like, you've got, um, <laughs> you, you're just sitting there, and it's at the start, and he's like, who's gonna break down the door and, you know, start this, and you do it, and you're like, okay, you'll do it. And it's just you and another student, and you're just sitting there, and it's like, I, <laughs> you're just, like, just sitting there, just chilling, and the guy's like, I don't want to. Like, he's like, I don't want to take part. And he just explodes. And he's like, well, What's that, man? And it's just like, it's just like stuff God. like that. And Raz just is like, just like nonchalantly, like, Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> it's just like stuff like that is so funny. Or there's a line in Psychonauts 2 where it's like, you know, it's like, We can't die here. You know what happens if we die in the mental world? You think it's going to be something like, you know, if you die in the mental world, you die in real life. And it's like, No, you pee your pants. So in the world of Psychonauts, <laughs> if you die in the mental world, you just wake up and you've just soiled yourself. That's basically <laughs> it. And it's just like, you know, it's, oh, it's very, it's very juvenile, but it's like, it's absolutely hilarious. And it's just like, the writing and just everything about it is just so damn good. And it's like, I'm sure if you've not played Psychonauts, you've heard stuff like the, like you've heard, but you've probably heard someone talk about the Milkman conspiracy at some point in your life. Wait, like, 
there's this big level that everyone knows about called the milkman conspiracy and i'm like it can't be that funny and you do it's just like it is it's basically what happens if you go into somebody's mind and they are the kind of bunker kind of what if the cia is watching everything you know conspiracy theorists and you go into their world and it's like who is the milkman because it's like raz is trying to get into this asylum and he's like who has the key to the door and the guy's like the milkman has the key to the door and he's like who's the milkman so you have to go into his head and it's like this whole twisty turvy like world of like everything's like and the cia are watching you and everything and there's cameras everywhere and it's like it's just you just try to figure out who the fuck the milkman is and it's just like it's like this whole conspiracy and you've just like you you're grabbing things from the environment to blend in with people so it's like to get past the highway safety people you've got to grab one of their stop signs so you can walk through and they're like hello highway safety agent and you just like you just gotta kind of blend through and it's just like it's so clever how it's done and then you're like oh it's just everything about it there are bits that suck and there are like some really old platforming bits i played the original xbox version so i didn't get the pc version which fixes the final level because the level the last level is infamously known for being a load of bullshit and even as someone who's very experienced in platformers i did struggle a bit so i can guarantee that if you are like you know average at platformers you're gonna have a hell of a time with that level because as someone I consider myself pretty good at speed run- uh, uh, platformers from speedrunning. I even struggled with it. There's some real bullshit in it, and it is fucking garbage. Um, but even stuff without that, it's just it's so funny, and it's really well done, and it's just like going into these worlds and just seeing stuff like, you know, what's a conspiracy theory- theorist's world kind of like? What is someone... Like you say, you've got a mental hellscape. What is... A, you go into the world of a failed actor... And their world is like a stage and they have like this emotional light where if you change the if you change the light, it goes from like a really positive scene to like a really negative scene with a load of enemies around it. And you've got to deal with you've got to swap the emotions of the scene to get to the right cause of it. And it's just like the stuff like that. It's like it's really clever and it holds up for the most part pretty well. Combat's ass, but also combat in 90 percent of platforms is ass. So it's in the you know, it's just something that a lot of platformers just don't yeah. do well. Um but it's really good, and I'd recommend you, if you haven't played Psychonauts and you're into 3D platformers, uh, it's pretty great uh, for the most part. It has its quirks. It's also not a collector font, so if you're not into collector font, you don't have to worry about collecting anything, really. You just need to level up enough to get to, like, level 30, I think, which doesn't take much. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. And it's just... Playing Psychonauts 2 is also pretty great as well. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the game's good. Mm-hmm. after it getting reviewed so well because that's all i remember about psychonauts 2 was it got reviewed really well when it came oh, out a couple of years ago yeah. and i was like oh damn that's great i should pick that up at some point and then i never picked it up yeah and psychonauts has always been one of those ones that i've wanted to play but just never pulled the trigger on mm. so it, it, it's yeah. very good it's like it's particularly strong it's like i can see why people are like it seems like you know a lot of old adventure game fans will always go to Grim Fandango in terms of Tim Schafer's games, will always big up how good Grim Fandango is. And then it seems for Double Fine, it's always been Psychonauts. And I'm like, okay, let's play Psych. And yeah. you're like, okay, yeah. It is a, it, it, there's, there's something really special here, and I can see why it was such a cult hit for so long. And I'm glad that it got a sequel. And from what I've played of the sequel so far, it's also very good. Um, 
in different ways. Uh, I think that they've learned a lot. It's more of a platformer because the original Psychonauts has a lot of the point and click DNA still in it where you have an inventory system and you have items. And if you talk to people with the items, you the get ammo different dialogue stack. and stuff. Yeah. So you, so you, I wasn't so, going to say you, anything, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just go around and it's like, apparently they spent a lot of time where it's like, you can go to any character at any point with any stupid item and you, they, they have a conversation about ah, these yes. items. You know. I love doing that. Yeah. Showing um, the badge to everyone in Ace Attorney is like my favorite thing. Yeah, where it's like you can just go up to people like you'll have a button or whatever, and you can just go up to everyone with this button. You're like, do you know what this button does? And it's like, no, it's like, okay, cool. And they've done that with every character, and you're like, oh my god. Um, and you know, it, it has its absurdity, and it, you know, it it is very stupid and silly, but it's very good, and I can see why people like it. Just the last level's a bit of shit, but you know, other than that, I didn't think it was that bad, but also. <laughs> I pray for the eight-year-old that had to play that in two thousand and five because fucking hell, they would probably hate that game now. But Either that, or they got like stupid good at it. Oh, but yeah, they just learned. Eight-year-olds yeah. don't have anything else to do. True, and also it's got it's got to be a cult <laughs> classic for some reason. So you know, some eight-year-olds played it and loved it, and now it's you know back and bigger than ever with Psychonauts two. Uh, but Psychonauts two does feel more like a more like a. Gen- not generic platformer, but the, a lot of those kind of point and, the point and clicky aspects are kind of gone. The puzzle solving is kind of lesser in Psychonauts Two so far. It's been more of a regular platformer, which is not bad. But um, yeah, I feel like it does lose a tiny bit of charm when you can't go around with some weird fucking piece of bacon that you found and like point it and shove it in people's faces and go, "What do you think about the bacon, eh? What do you think about that?" <laughs> uh. Uh. But hey, uh, so there you go. That's my opinions on Psychonauts. It's good. I will probably have finished Psychonauts 2 by next week because <laughs> that's the way I'm going Woo. with those games. Yeah. And then I'll continue to watch the documentary, which updates on the documentary. It's very good from what I've played so uh, from what I've watched so far for the first like eight episodes, apart from episode six. That might be shit, but the first eight episodes, not including oh, you still six. Haven't gone back? No, because I only four- figured out like literally before we started. Oh I my god. <laughs> But dude, episode seven is like genuinely really good. Honestly, watch Double Fine Adventure and watch this. It's great. I genuinely was like, someone le- someone was like moving away from the team and they were in the Broken Age documentary as well. And they're like one of my favorite people from that. So when you get to that episode, I was like, I was like, I'm about to cry over a fucking team that I don't work with for a video <laughs> game that I haven't played yet. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. It's like genuinely, ugh. I'm just a Double Fine shill. That's why I bought an Xbox, guys. That's why I bought an Xbox. And I can't believe Phil Spencer took them away from me. It's so sad. But we'll live. We'll live. It's all good. Anyway, got anything else or is that it? Are we done? I don't know. You want to write a list of demands to the new Square Enix president? (laughs) Uh, Do not say NFTs are cool. Please do not carry on with your metaverse bullshit. Um, Please. Ritually sacrifice Sora. Just be try funny. and spend five minutes without getting acquired by someone, <laughs> for the love of God. Because I swear, if we if we have to start those conversations, the funniest again... part is that they it feels very much like they're trying to like move in the direction of somebody come by us, and oh, like, the major players are on pause because of the stupid nonsense that's going on. One day it'll end. One day it'll end. 
it just keeps it keeps flip flopping where I'm like, maybe it'll end soon. You know, a couple of weeks ago it was like, oh, maybe the Xbox, maybe it won't go through. Maybe the end will be over. Imagine and then now this up. week I'm like, oh, now Sony's got to show documents about what they've been doing behind the scenes. Maybe the Xbox will just happen. Either way, just make fucking put us out on the Just say yes or yeah, no and get it over just, with. I don't care. Yeah, honestly, though. At the end of the day, it's Activision. It's just, it's Call of Duty and, you know, Crash has got one league, so maybe they can cancel that before it's too late. You know, like, that's about yeah. it. Like, come on, save me a bullet. Yeah. Come on. Be funny if THQ Nordic bought Square because then all the studios that they shed last year would just be under the same umbrella anyway. I do not want them to acquire anyone else. They just acquire they acquire too much. Like it's crazy the amount of stuff that THQ Nordic just picks up randomly. It is crazy, but it's Thursday. also funny because for as much as it is, it's also barely consequential. Hmm. Uh, what else was there? Uh, what, oh yeah, and the final thing I wanted to say was fuck you, Telltale, for not releasing Wolf Among Us. By the way, I really don't care about that one. <laughs> that genuinely was like my mo- one of my most anticipated games of this year, and the fact that they are very early on gone nope. I'm like, oh, couldn't they even give me hope for a little bit, you know? Like, could have kept oh, me waiting. Big oof. <sighs> what can you do, man? What can you do? It's just not my year. It's not my year. That's funny, though. I was looking at the draft the other day, and, I, like, for half a second, I thought about counterpicking Wolf Among Us, too. Mm. I don't know why. It just felt like the thing to do in the moment. I didn't. Yeah. But but it was there, and if, <laughs> if I got it... You didn't. Man, I'd be you, popping you're off. Si- you're a silly boy. Because now you can't. Because it will That's not That's alright, I still have Wumpa League. You still have one per league. I'm just like I say. I'm just. I'm not. Just, I'm just not having a good year at the moment. Like I'm just picking up what I can. It's, mm. it's gonna be. It's gonna be rushed. We'll see. But also, Kyle only has Jedi Survivor and 16 left. On to, after that, you know, it's like yeah. We yeah after that, I'm gonna need some games else. to come out. Yeah. Well, yeah. fuck off, dude. Fuck off. We've got the rest of them. You can get. Yeah. Ethan <laughs> already did just... his little. Ethan already did his little sweep of picking up the drags the other week, where I was like, yeah, "Fucking yeah. hell, Diablo, Pikmin, just anything. I'll take anything." At this Lies point. of P, which oh. will either be a good one or it'll do like Atomic Heart numbers. Yeah, yeah, it's one of. Those. I have, I have faith. I watched that trailer. I watched that trailer, and I was like, you know what? At least a seventy. Like, I just need, I need points <laughs> at, at this point. Mate. I need points <laughs> at this point, mate. I yeah. need anything. Well, I've had two games come board. out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So tell me, Ethan, are you feeling a little little regret letting Hunter pick first for Tears of the Kingdom? No. Okay. Because I wouldn't have picked Tears of the Kingdom anyway. Just because I know that Hunter's had that on his fucking fantasy critic for like the past two years running, so I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop him. <laughs> I like, see. Like, uh, I, I feels like a dickhead move. See, that's know? that's where the difference between us is. You're too nice. I'm not too nice. I He's too don't... nice. He's won the past two years in a row. He's the correct amount of nice. Exactly. <laughs> and if I said I've won two years in a row, I'd say, get down there, Hunter. I pick first, and I, and I take game of the year. <laughs> well, here's the thing, is this year, and I know we're, we're, we're talking a bit like backyard kind of like takes here, but it's like, you know, this year... 
you two actually you two prepped for the and i i specifically I prepped did last year yeah but it just I didn't work out yeah, no this year i specifically did zero prep i didn't even write a list of games <clears throat> before we went into it because i was like let's make it more interesting and it has made it more interesting um yeah i just don't know if it will have done it in the wrong way and i've got to do now a lot of picks to just even kind of <laughs> catch up at the most part and so does hunter to be honest but at the same time oh it's okay zelda's gonna crack 90 resi's gonna crack 90 street fighter's gonna get 90 <laughs> i'm fucked <laughs> spider-man's gonna get an 88 <laughs> very probably right and if it comes Hollow Knight out, might not come out if Hollow Knight doesn't come out this year by the way i'll actually like I'll go on record and say that, like, genuinely, if if Hollow Knight... No, I'm not saying that. I was like, if Hollow Knight comes out this year, I will stream Hogwarts Legacy and get cancelled, but that's not happening. I don't, I'm not putting my life on the line that much, but... Yeah, dude, you'll end up on a list. Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll play Pikmin 4 if it doesn't come out. That's how desperate, <laughs> that's how confident I am. I'll play Pikmin 4 if Hollow Knight doesn't come out. <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled, but I'll at least be miserable. <laughs> Can I interest you in Octopath 2? You already own it. No. Okay, very cool. You can't interest me in Crash Team Rumble either, because we all know that Ethan's <laughs> going to try and platinum You can't interest bitch. me in Crash Team Rumble. I'm gonna, you come, if I need help with platinum trophy in it, Kyle, I'm not, you know who I'm knocking Go on the door. Go talk to Jack. No. <laughs> I'm not putting that on my record. I need my, I need my good Sam friend Kyle. Oh, Sam will help me. I mean, the Sam only time we talked the fucking year, but, Crash uh, Infinite Runner. Yeah, they, so. play, they played like they, they have played no like standards. twenty hours of Crash on the Run. They'll they'll oh join me for God. fucking anything, dude. They'll join me for anything. <laughs> oh dear. Oh well. Right. Anyway, <laughs> that's enough we'll of that. Let's uh, we've run out of talking. Games. We just our I mentioned the Forbidden <laughs> Game Hunter. We're just going to end it here right now. I also want to say, you know, that was a joke. Please don't cancel me. I'm not playing the stupid wizard game. I have no plans. I can't play Metroid Prime. You think I'm going to play an open world game, bitch? Fuck no. I don't care. J.K. Rowling's a prick. There we go. We said it. We said the thing. We're good. Fire Bobby Kotick. Fire Bobby Kotick. <laughs> Warner Brothers, can you buy the H the Harry Potter IP, please, just so that people can stop having these arguments, so everyone can <laughs> start arguing about the other problems with the Harry Potter IP, not just J.K. Rowling. Thank you. Like, like, like the actual IP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be fun. Anyway, oh god, just think, guys, we it's still got another release in April and July. It's the we're gonna it's keep the... ignoring it. Except for these little funny bits at the end when no one's here, except for the the exactly. real ones. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> the real ones know the episode doesn't start until the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the real ones always know that Ethan's just shit talking by the end of it anyway, so nothing really <laughs> makes sense, dude. <laughs> nothing really fucking makes sense. Anyway, uh, if you want to keep up to date with the show, you can go follow us on Twitter at HotGamersOnly and subscribe to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you don't want to look at our stupid faces, that's cool too. You can head to your favorite podcast service such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. Head over there. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you want. Five star reviews, please. We'd really appreciate it. And remember, subscribe. Please subscribe. Try and get to 200 subs. Uh, Let's just do it. Let's just let's just keep saying it. Let's just get it done. Let's get 200 subs before Zelda's out. So then when Zelda comes out, there'll be 200 of you waiting, and then we just disappear off the face of the earth. That sounds like a great plan. I think it's pretty epic. 
most anticipated game of the year we just disappear and then we come back for like crash team rumble it's gonna be great i feel like that's like no <laughs> stop trying to make that game happen ethan it will happen it will happen well, it will happen but i'm not being involved in it <laughs> we're gonna come back we're gonna come back if you if you somehow come from your high tower to last place in the fantasy critic league i know what i'm forcing you to do kyle and that is Platinum Crash Team Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you better, not, you, better, you better enjoy your high horse while you're on it, Carl. You better keep that high horse. Because, I mean, my my horse God. is pretty nice right now. Uh, yeah, well, you know. <clears throat> it's not too, you should go not... play Elden Ring, too. That way, Ethan, when he loses, won't just be like, do yours before I do mine when you, when you try to make him yeah, do well, something. Yeah, but no, but here's the thing, right, is... I was going to mention this, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to be petty, but fuck it. I'll be petty as shit, right? (laughs) Kyle loses, and we go, your punishment, Kyle, is to play the highest rated game of 2022. When it comes to next year, and it's like, Ethan, your punishment is play this pile of dog shit, you piece of shit. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be like, play this garbage, or, you know... Hey, Ethan, we heard that you hate this, so do this for eternity. That's what it's going to be. It's like, I feel like we were too kind on his punishment, Hunter. I feel like we should have gotten to play Babylon's Fall before it closed, you know? like Say, oh, so Ethan, play this, play this live service game until it closes. You have <laughs> no. to do your dailies every day. No, you know that's not going to happen, dude. I forget, to t- I forget to take tablets. Never mind my dailies. <laughs> Uh, that'll be when we finally that will be when ethan has to play suicide squad i don't know does the punishment does the punishment have to be playing a game that came out this year i don't know i think it i think it could have been anything not suicide squad please (laughs) that's not fair (laughs) (laughs) Elden ring's good suicide squad won't be Uh, anyway, we've been, we've we've fucking tried shit enough. Right, the final twenty minutes. If you ever wondered what happens off the podcast, there you go. It's the final twenty it's minutes. This. Of this garbage, dude. No, there you go. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, it's it's end of season, dude. We can do whatever we want. It's free room. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all for this week. Join us next week where there are no new games. I'll have probably played Psychonauts two, but we might not talk about it because it might be a three by three. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Better be. I prepared one for this week <laughs> by mistake. Fucking idiot. Anyway. That's how I got. It. That's how I'll get these guys to actually prepare for the topics. Just have, just have one up the sleeve that tell them we're gonna <laughs> do it this week, and then be like, ah, just kidding. Look, that was the last thing I saw in the group chat. Was we're doing three by three this week. Well, I, you know, didn't, I didn't hear anything about read, should've, should've, play should've, the Wolong Dynasty should've, demo. Should have read the rest of it. Anyway, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week for whatever that is. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.